You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com and emailing us at nowhere underscore california at yahoo.com ideas from everywhere voices from nowhere since 2011 hello this is steve hibbert yes i was the gimp in pulp fiction and i listen to nowhere california as well welcome to nowhere california presents our conversations with Dwayne Whittaker, angela jones and stephen hibbert all three are members of the cast of the iconic movie pulp fiction Hey everybody, it's Josh, and once again, this is uh, Nowhere California Presents. This time, it's going to be a triple feature, because we're going to be talking to three of the cast members from the iconic, legendary movie, Pulp Fiction. First up, we're going to be talking to Dwayne Whittaker, better known in the Pulp Fiction world as Maynard, Zed's uh, right-hand man in the pawn shop scenes. Dwayne was an awesome man to talk to. He has a very storied career, and it was, like I said, it was an honor to talk to this man, so... You know what? We're just going to throw it right to him right now. We're still at Days of Dead. We're making our way through everybody from Pulp Fiction. And right now we are talking to Dwayne Whittaker. How have you enjoyed the con so far? Pretty, pretty fun. It's been, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been a good one. How, do you do a lot of the cons? Or? You know, I don't do a lot of them, but I've been, I've been doing more of them lately than... Uh, uh-oh. Watch out for these guys. Um, yeah, more, more than I used to. You know, two or three a year or something like that. Yeah, and... Um, Basically, with your uh, list of roles over your career, a lot of uh, iconic roles towards like the audience of Days of the Dead. Yeah, a lot of those fans here, right? Yeah, it's still mo- it's still mostly Pulp Fiction. You know, that's that's still eighty percent of it. I get Feast, Dust Till Dawn too, a couple of Rob Zombie things. I you know I did a role in Halloween too, a really small thing in Devil's Rejects. But people, that's the movie. You know, they're kind of completest if you like. <laughs> Anywhere yeah. near that movie, they want to, they want to get some stuff, but uh, amen. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, still you know it still tends to be mostly Pulp Fiction, even at the, even at the horror shows. Yeah, and as I'm looking at your, your table of the DVDs and everything, I'm looking at like okay, a lot of these are in my own collection. I certainly hope so. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> Devil's Rejects and Pulp Fiction are two like my all-time favorite movies. Cool. It's funny they had it in the other room there. They had those two posters hanging next to each other. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Just a coincidence, yeah. But. And uh, I guess to jump into the production side of both those movies, how was it working on uh, Pulp Fiction and Devil's Rejects? I, I, it's probably two polar opposite sets. Not really. Oh, not okay. really. Not so much. I mean, they're both really, you know, it was fairly, d- despite what we were doing in Pulp, it was a fairly mellow shoot to what, from what I remember, you know, it's so long ago. But And Rob's the same way, very, very kickback, just kind of let's, let's kind of see what happens here, you know. Really fun to work with, both of them. Not not as different as you would mind. You know, both you know, yeah. really film geeks. You know, oh like, yeah, exactly. I mean, Rob looks all wacky, but but he's not. He, he's much. a he, horror movie mind. Yeah, and he's not. You know, the geekdom factor. I mean, he's not. Him and Quentin are actually very similar in a lot of ways. So you know, it, it's uh, yeah, not not radically different. You know, and again, I work with Rob a couple of times. Just really small thing. I, I did a day on. We shot the whole this whole little silly show on, for Devil's Rejects, which a little bit of it's in the movie, and then it's an extra. The whole thing's yeah. in there, and with Dan Roebuck, and then on uh, Halloween Two, we had kind of a nice scene there where we get we beat 
we beat him up, then he kills us without mercy. But uh, yeah, yeah, just one long night. So you know, very limited kind of work with Rob, but I've always enjoyed working with him. You know, and, and uh, also to kind of a flip of that, uh, you're involved with the first feast, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the Project Greenlight thing. How was it work, working in that atmosphere of a reality show running as the movie is being produced? I, I didn't much like it. I mean, I kind of stayed, I just sort of, the only place they couldn't really bother you was, was in your trailer. So I spent a lot of time in my trailer. You know, you'd be eating lunch and having a conversation, they'd come and stick a, a camera in face. So it was kind of... I, I didn't. I didn't like it much when it was happening. But when I was watching the show, I thought it was an incredibly entertaining yeah. show. You know, I mean, I've, um, but yeah, I mean, I'd find, in fact, sometimes I would watch it twice. But I, I kind of stayed out of it. You know, I just didn't want them to. Yeah. I just didn't want them to have a piece of film that they could cut, that they could create some drama with me. So I just didn't give them anything. Yeah, it's basically how much reality is actually in reality. Yeah, I mean, they could have they could have taken a shot of me sleeping in a chair and, and then. You know, cut to like where's Dwayne twenty times. You know, yeah. So you just figure, just don't give him anything. So I just kind of stayed out of it. But, but it was you know it was entertaining. And that's John Gulliger, right? Who's a, who's a friend of I've known the family for years actually, and worked with his father yeah. three times now. I just did a film with his father last summer again called uh, Give Till It Hurts, and he was in a movie that I wrote starting called Eddie Presley, and and obviously Feast. So I, you know, I knew that I know their whole family. Always, you know, he did. He ended up doing a great job. I mean, they, they it, the movie turned out really, really well. We just did a, a 10th anniversary screening of that recently. It was kind of cool to see it again. And, yeah. I think that movie's really underrated. I mean, I'm surprised it doesn't have a bigger following. You know, yeah, I, with that one, I think more of the, I guess the reality show that was around it kind of maybe turned away some people. I don't know. You yeah. would think it would, they would have watched it just out of curiosity. Yeah. But I don't know whether that helped or hurt, but it, it's not as well... I mean, it has rabid fans, but it's not as it's not as popular as it probably should be. You know, it's, as far as horror films, it's it's one of my favorite ones that I've had a significant part. I mean, I'm one of the... I guess I'm one of the stars of that. I last till near the end. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that you know, that and the... the you know that Dust of Dawn too. I, I like you know which I co-wrote with the director and and uh, you know some of the you know some of the, those those two are kind of like fun movies you know of the horror stuff I've done like in the last ten or fifteen years. But uh, I mean I think Pulp Fiction is going to be the no matter what that's the gonna iconic kinda, one. That's going which is fine. Yeah, you know, I've always said I mean if I could pick a movie to be in in the last thirty years that probably would be it. You know. In, in retrospect, oh, may, maybe if, if that or Boogie Nights would be the two that, if I had a choice, like if I could just put myself in it. Yeah. So, so I'm, you know, I'm, ha I'm happy to be in it. You know, very lucky. You know, getting a movie like that that gets that kind of critical response and it's a huge success. I mean, that doesn't happen that often, no matter who you are. You know, so that's very true. I'm not, I'm not complaining about it at all. If there's any movie to be remembered for, it's definitely Pulp Fiction. Sure, yeah. it's going to be around a long time. So yeah, that's not the worst thing ever. Exactly. <laughs> uh, to uh, wrap everything up, uh, it, do you, um, where can we find you online? 
I think I've got a website, DwayneWhitaker.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm out. I'm kind of out there, you know. If I've got if I've got something to promote or if I'm going to be on TV or something, I'll usually post it. I'm actually I think I'm on I think I'm on a show called Rush Hour. I haven't double checked, but I think I'm on Rush Hour next week. It's a new TV show. Yeah, it just premiered. Yeah, premiered the other night. I believe I'm in. If they're showing them in order that they shot, I would be in the next one. So watch for that. And uh, I've got a movie, Give Till It Hurts, hopefully coming out this year sometime they're still there it's in post and I'm the star of that and that's that's me and and like I said Clue Gullicker's in it Dan Roebuck Leslie Easterbrook really cool movie not a horror movie but just kind of a good one yeah it's a really good kind of dark comedy kind of kind of uh kind of a raising Arizona tone maybe you know great time like half. yeah but yeah, we just keep an eye out. And I'm out there, definitely. And like, uh, like I said to uh, Angela over there, we will definitely keep people posted on NowhereCalifornia.com on upcoming projects. And everything. Cool, man. Yeah, and of course, in the this uh, interview with the usual Nowhere California question, we like to ask Dwayne, what is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? What the fuck movie moment? Yeah, anything good or bad to something that you saw in a movie, or even if you experienced it yourself. God, yeah. I don't. That's a that's a tough one. I don't know off the top of my head. Probably, uh, I mean, off the top of me, because I'm looking at the feast picture here. I would say when when they killed the kid, that was <laughs> that was a pretty fucked up moment. <laughs> yeah, that was like it was like wow, all bets are off here. I thought that was a really kind of shifting of the tone where you go, you know, this is this is all fun and games, but all bets are off as far as who's going to live or die. You know, it's it's kind of you know they had these little things telling you what was going to happen and sometimes they were true and sometimes they weren't you know yeah, so i thought that gut reaction. yeah i thought that was kind of a cool that, that was a cool thing but yeah I've, that's off the top of my head that's what i think <laughs> awesome thank you Dwayne, for thank talking thank you man us. up next is our conversation with angela jones she's better known as Ismerelda villalobos the taxi driver from pulp fiction that whisks uh bruce willis to safety in a way after the iconic boxing match of Pulp Fiction. Once again, it was an absolute pleasure talking to Angela. It was a quick conversation, but a lot of fun, and I hope we can talk to her again real soon, as with everybody we talked to in this episode. So, without further ado, here's our conversation with Angela. Noah California is here at Days of the Dead, and there is a giant uh, Pulp Fiction uh, uh, onslaught at this convention, and we have the privilege to talk to Angela Jones right now. How have you been enjoying the con so far? Great. My first one. Oh, very first one. That's usually my next question is like, do you do a lot of these or? I have not. Yeah. So, but it's been great this weekend. Are you gonna do? Are you thinking about doing more cons now after? Yes. Yeah. We're at the Pulp Fiction group. We're going to Indianapolis next oh, for awesome. the Days of the Dead. Oh, okay. So yeah. kind of stick with the Days of the Dead. Uh, for now. Yeah. yeah. There are other ones. Yeah, that's the one thing I've noticed with Days of the Dead is like there's a certain uh, atmosphere towards it that kind of pales in comparison to other cons. Yeah. And you definitely feel that every time you're at these. Yeah, we're having a good time. Uh, My first one. That's awesome. <laughs> And like we talked about, you're here for Pulp Fiction. How have you uh, noticed the evolution of fandom towards Pulp Fiction over the years? I mean, uh, people love it still. Yeah. And they remember it still. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's been over 20 years now. Yeah, been, yeah. a long time. I, I remember my brother seeing it when I was like too young to go. Right. And I was like, I want to see it. I, it was one of those first movies where I'm realizing... This isn't just a movie; it's a film. It's uh, right. it's more than just what people will talk about. Yeah, it's yeah. bigger than I ever imagined it would be. And how was it working on the set of Pulp Fiction, as it was one of those early independent films before it became such a huge icon? But it was it was fun. It was my first movie, and um, 
I was a little nervous, but yeah. Quentin's a great director, and Bruce Willis was great. And, um, it was a lot of fun to set. Yeah. And uh, like you just said, you worked with uh, Bruce Willis in that iconic uh, taxi cab scene in es Esmeralda. How was it shooting that scene? It was great. We had three days on it, a day of rehearsal, so we were prepared. Um, I couldn't see Bruce Willis in the back because I was acting to like, yeah. a dot. So yeah. it was a little, technically a little difficult, but um, the scene was great. Yeah, and uh, how was I know it was a little early, still early in Tarantino's career. How was it working with him as the director? Great, he was a yeah. lot of fun. The yeah. set was fun. It was like a party, you know. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. It, that's always a good thing you hear on Ooh. sets. And um, another movie you've done in the past was Curdled. Yeah. How was it working on that movie? That was great because I was. It was originally a short film that I did in graduate school. So we did a two-minute version and then a thirty-minute graduate thesis film yeah. for Florida State University, and then. Quentin saw that at a film festival when he was promoting Reservoir Dogs, and then he wanted to make that into a feature, which became the feature Curdle. So I've been with that character for a very long time. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that uh, Pulp Fiction was your first uh, acting. Yeah. Uh, were you studying acting in school, or was it kind of something that you kind of went into? Um, like, I got to have a master's degree in theater from Florida oh. State. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I guess to kind of wrap, uh, get close to wrapping everything up, uh, is there any upcoming projects that you'd want our listeners to know about? Uh, not yet. Okay. That, that's under the <laughs> but there's some things that, yeah. And we will definitely keep an eye on it, and Thank as you. soon as Thank they you. pop up, we will throw it on our site and Thank make you. sure everybody knows about it. Okay. And then also, do is there any place we can find you online? Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and just under Angela Jones. Angela Jones. Okay. And also too, with Nowhere California, we have a particular end question we like to ask everybody, and we'll pose it to you. So, Angela, what is your favorite "What the fuck" movie moment? I was uh, filming Children of the Corn Part Five, Fields of Terror, and I look up and corn everywhere and these kids, and it was very surreal. And it was like, what? <laughs> that is perfect moment. Yeah, Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Angela, for talking with us. Thank you. Well, it's time to wrap all this up with one final conversation. Before we get to that conversation, I just want to thank Dwayne and Angela again for talking with us. And I want to thank the man we're about to talk to right now, Stephen Hibbard, the man underneath the leather who played the Gimp in Pulp Fiction. There's not too much more to say besides that. This was a great conversation. I really hope you guys enjoyed this because I had a blast talking to this guy. And here you go. Here's our conversation with Stephen Hibbert. We're about to start an interview with someone. As soon as I saw you listed on the Days of the Dead site, I was like, okay, I got to talk to this man. Because <laughs> he is kind of one of the most iconic roles of Pulp Fiction. Thank you. And um, we're here with Stephen Hibbert right now. How have you been enjoying the con so far? It's been really fun. It's actually the first con I've ever done. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I've made my living most of my career as a writer. Yeah. And, but having played the game from Pulp Fiction, when I, I never talked about it yeah. it's great it's an, an amazing movie it is cool to be in such a memorable scene oh, and yeah. part of it but I kind of like okay so I did that but you know whenever people find out they're like oh and I get high fives and all that stuff so uh, a good friend of mine Lowell Northrop who's very into cult movies and, and fan fests and cons and all that stuff He's put together a Pulp Fiction crew, yeah. myself, Phil Lamar, and Dwayne, and, and Angela. And so I said, 
Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. And I've had a ball. Oh, and, cool. and in fact, I'm going to do the next Days of the Dead in Indianapolis in June. Yeah, so. Angela was just talking about yeah, that. Like, yeah. you guys are pre pretty much going to take yeah. the show on the road. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. That is awesome. And yes. I guess to yeah. jump right into it, how did you come across the role of the Gimp? Well, uh, I met Quentin. Um, I was a member of the Groundlings Theater, which is an improv comedy yeah. troupe. And he was a fan. And he would come, and we all became friends. And I met him because I also wrote for Saturday Night Live. And I met him when Harvey Keitel was the guest host. And Quentin came with him to check out that scene. Yeah. So I met him when we became friends because film fans and film nerds and all that stuff. And he would come to the Groundlings every once in a while and improvise with us. And uh, so this was when, pre, uh, when Pulp Fiction was in pre-production. So uh, I'd read the script. He gave me a copy of the script. And, was blown away and thought, yeah. this is going to be one of those movies. Yeah, no. You could just tell from the script. Most scripts are kind of a, a bit of a slog. Mid-road, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this read like a great novel. You know, it was on page for And so you could tell it was going to be a great movie. And he said, Steve, do you want to come down and read for the Gimp? Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I came and he, we did like a little psychodrama. He was my master. I was the slave. Yeah. And we, uh, we auditioned for the producer and the casting director. And by the time I got home that afternoon, he said, Steve, you're going to play the game. And I was like, far out. Awesome. <laughs> and I guess to jump right into, how was it filming that day? And especially in that suit with it being an independent film, I don't yeah. think that uh, material was probably too breathable. <laughs> well, it was, it was leather. Yeah. And it was a rental from a, a sex shop in West Hollywood. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, and it was all leather. And I was padded up because he wanted the game to have more of a tummy. And a yeah. yeah. And so... It was a lot. It was four days. Yeah. And a tiny, tiny set. Everyone was great in it. Uh, uh, Dwayne and Peter, of course, were great. And then Bruce Willis and Ben Rames were yeah. amazing. Because it was a pretty intense scene, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So we were all very much a little team. There were no visitors to the set, no photography. So it was Definitely for that scene, yeah, you want to keep that one on the route. Yeah. Because it's such a, as dark and twisted as that scene is, it's such an iconic scene of that movie. Precisely. So the, the, I don't think the phrase was around them, but no spoilers allowed. Yeah. So, um... Oh, I hate the spoiler world we live in right now. <laughs> yeah, you literally have to shut down. If yeah. you want to like watch the finale of Walking Dead tonight, you can't go online. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm two seasons behind right now Walking oh, okay. Dead. Okay, so yeah. But um, but it was an amazing set, really supportive. We had fun. But yeah, I took five-hour showers every night <laughs> because um, I was just soaking wet. Uh, no surprise there. And yeah. I guess now to kind of step out of the, the Gip world, yeah. uh, which people are going to be like, there's, there's no, <laughs> another world other than Gip. Uh, in your IMDb credits, you have a laundry list of like writing credits and producing right. credits. Yeah. Um, I guess to jump into the writing world of it, uh, which side do you prefer more? Like, do you prefer behind the camera or in front of the camera? I, I think I prefer behind more. Yeah, which is great because the game kind of cross it because I am kind of yeah. the, kind yeah. of behind the scenes in that. So I got to be as weird as I want, but I was all covered up. But I enjoy acting. I've done a number. I was like in the Rush Hour pilot, so I yeah. do acting. But I, I prefer writing and collaborating. And uh, I, what I've mostly done is in the comedy world, uh, done punch-ups on scripts. So I did punch-ups on all the Awesome Powers movies, all the Shrek movies. Yeah. So that's kind of how I cobbled together a living for my career. And it sounds like a great living. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, it's been fun. I've been very, 
exceedingly fortunate. Yeah, um, and I guess uh, to kind of get things wrapping up, uh, are there any other projects that are coming up uh, that you would want our listeners to know about or that you can tell, talk about? Yeah, there's a couple of things that, not to be coy about, that I literally can't talk about. Yeah, uh, with, throughout these interviews, uh, <laughs> yeah. like when we first started doing them, we, we entered those kind of moments yeah. where we're like, seriously? Yeah. But then after a couple of interviews, we're like, yeah, it's part of the gig. It's part yeah, of the gig. There's it, it stuff really that is. cannot be known. Yeah, so, uh, and especially in this day and age when it's so easy for things to get known. Get known and spoiled. Yeah, and, yeah, and all that stuff. But a couple of interesting things, and I'm always writing a screenplay or rewriting a screenplay, so I stay busy. I have three kids and they keep me very busy, yeah. so my life is pretty full. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, um, where can we find you online? Uh, well, I'm a big Facebook guy, okay. so just Steve Hibbert. Okay. And I also have a Facebook page now because of this stuff, The Good. Real Gimp. Oh, nice. Yeah, so <laughs> check out The Real Gimp, and that's me. Yeah. I administer it, and so I'm always happy to sign stuff and talk to people about all this nonsense, and uh, I'm grateful that people are interested. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, to wrap everything up, Norwood, California has a particular end question we like to ask, and with your... Uh, particular role in Pulp Fiction as the Gimp. This is going to be kind of an interesting one to ask you. Uh, Steven, what is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? <laughs> Besides the Gimp scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like if we can get a chance to talk to Phil. He, he was the first what the fuck moment we ever talked about in the entire history of New York, California. It was probably getting shot in the face. Yeah, we're just driving over. And you know what's great about that scene? That might be mine too, because what's great about the scene, the reaction is like you spilled a Coke in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, you messed up my car. Yeah, it really is. In the aftermath. Meanwhile, a guy's face just got blown off, and it's treated like, oh, not again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So I think that might be my favorite what the fuck moment. I mean, Silence of the Lambs has a couple of those. Buffalo Bill (laughs) as a whole. (laughs) So maybe that, but it's right there with Marvin and Ed from uh, Silence of the Lambs. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for talking with us. My pleasure. Thank you.